coming to get you, Barbara. Oh, that's creepy. <laughs> I love it, though. Now me, I not only drink really, I really drink. We are Buzz on Movies. Welcome once again, ladies and gentlemen, to Buzzed on Movies. I'm Teddy. And I'm Matt. And... <laughs> Don't know what that was. Uh, <laughs> and we're here this evening to uh, to talk about the Oscars. We, yeah. we just uh, we just watched them the other day. Um, we're giving our... <laughs> yeah, we just watched them. We just we watched did. them. <laughs> literally, literally just now. It's more um, like it just happened. Like you made it sound like it was a thing that we picked and chose. Like when No, we yeah. We, we, <laughs> I'm just like, like to <laughs> pop in the 2022 Oscars <laughs> and uh, sit back and enjoy. Yeah. The Oscars happened. Um, we we did the did the Oscars race as always and finished. Uh, if you've listened to our last episode, which will be coming out shortly, TBD. Um, we I talked about how I was struggling to finish, but um, we did it. Minutes to spare as always. Watching the the end credits of Lunana yak in the classroom as the red carpet was starting up. That is actually what happened. Uh, <laughs> I can confirm that, that was occurring. That that was. Um, but it it was it was quite a quite a photo finish, but a lot of fun as always. Yeah, that's a good word for it. Um, yeah, yeah, and um, glad to have made it through another year of Oscars movies. Lots yeah. of fun stuff to watch along the way too. So yeah, check them out. All this year's nominees, but today we're going to be focusing on the ceremony itself and all the stuff that happened. And yes, of course, we're going to be covering the most prominent incident from this week's Oscars. Um, (sighs) Slapgate. The slap. Yeah. Slap or WWE slack down, slap down. (laughs) Yeah. And, and so on. But, uh, (laughs) Before we before we get into that, uh, let's talk about the the planned events of the evening. Yes, <laughs> the um, the the actual Oscar ceremony. Yes. Um. So starting with the format. So th- this was something that was discussed going into this, and they've tried to do this in the past as well, and like they've always met quite a bit of resistance. And yet this is the year they finally went ahead with it and um, sh- filmed some of the awards outside of the actual runtime of the ceremony. Yeah. And then just like they just like presented them real quick. They didn't actually cut the awards full on as they've talked about in the past, but they ba- they all but did. So um, it was very strange. Right. So. uh in like in a vacuum like uh, if you're like i felt like it like probably worked fine but like if you're somebody who cares about the movies and cares about seeing the awards it like didn't work at all like <laughs> yeah it was like um like it, it was like like in a vacuum like i guess it's sort of like spe- here's the thing nothing it was still a three-hour ceremony i don't really know like yeah but i don't know what was sped up i don't really know what was the point and they didn't fill the time with anything useful except for like a tribute to James Bond. Like, I don't even know why there was a tribute to James Bond. Like James Bond is still an ongoing franchise. Like, I don't, 
or like a like they a, actually said this was like the longest ceremony in like five years and it yeah. went 40 minutes over it's a lot of runtime do they think that like your average i mean first of all i will say that it got better ratings this year it did actually get good ratings so you know i guess something worked but like well, that's good but but are, are we just comparing that to last year or overall because last well year okay so i listen so yeah, I listened to an ABC News podcast this morning, the ABC Start Here podcast, which I listen to every weekday morning at work. And they said that it was actually the highest ratings it had been in years. Wow, um, okay. Now, well, good for them. I had read something else that said maybe not, that that wasn't the case. I don't know. I'm very confused, and I have to read more, and I haven't looked at the actual data. Um, but anyway, like it definitely was over, it was higher than last year. I would actually think last year it would have been higher because everybody was sitting at home. But anyway, well, you, um, you would think, but last year it, w- it was pretty bad. I, I know. I know. But what I'm saying is because, you would think. Yeah. yeah. I um, think part of it is just because like it was at a weird time and nobody knew that like the Oscars were actually happening and nobody and had seen like, any movies. Um, yeah. That too. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, I mean, it was, it was still just as long as it always is longer. Um, the time that they cut out, they filled with like bizarre things that I can't imagine are like appealing to your average viewer who's not like a movie buff. Like, like why are we doing a tribute to James Bond? James Bond is still going. Why are we doing a, a so Juno strange. tribute? Like, I Juno? Really? I mean, <laughs> wait, great where movie. Was the Juno what? tribute. <laughs> You didn't see that? Did, when I, they, did I miss that? Was I? They brought the out Elliot Page and um the other oh, two stars and like that's they, what they that was. Cli- they showed a clip of Juno and the, they introduced. They did it by introduce. They like they showed the clip and then said these these are the stars and they and they um then they gave out an award for a screenplay. They gave out one of the screenplay awards, but oh, they okay. they led into that by showing like a clip of the movie they were all in together. Why? I don't need like that's a time suck. First of all, we all know who like Elliot Page and whoever else it was. I can't remember who played who played his parents in that movie. I don't know. It was J.K. A, a, Simmons and uh, I don't think it was J.K. Simmons because well maybe it was no. I mean he was in the movie. Sorry, um, but I don't know if he was one of the ones giving the award. Was he? I can't remember. Uh, um, just because he was he was there as a movie that was nominated, so I don't for yeah. multiple awards um or one award. Yeah, no multiple. That's true. Um. But well, um, he himself was nominated. He was nominated, yeah. So I don't know if he was a presenter. Um, but it might have been like Elliot Page's mom in the movie. Oh, yes. Like, it was yeah. Al- Allison Janney and J.K. Simmons were the parents. Okay, um, yeah. I think Allison Janney was on stage with Elliot Page. Um, but anyway, whatever. Clear, it, was, my it, was memory the, it was the cast of the, of the movie, okay? <laughs> my memory of the second half of the ceremony it wasn't Michael Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't. I, I wouldn't remember that. My memory of the second half of the ceremony is so vague just because of what happened in the middle of the ceremony and how distracting that was. Right. <laughs> I felt like the, everything, there was probably tons of stuff that happened in the latter half that just completely blew by me. But I did think that like all the tributes that they were doing were really weird. It was really weird that they had like, Sean White and Tony Hawk come up to do the James Bond tribute. Yeah, that was when weird. like that they had really they and had they the other most, like, actors in the building. Intro. Like, yeah, <laughs> they were like James Bond is is really popular and people have liked it for sixty years. So like, okay, fine. Um, like you had like Judy Dench and Rami Malek in the building. They could have talked about James Bond, but or you okay. could have invited uh, other actors who'd been in Bond movies in general. 
But like, why? But also like, why? Like, we don't need a tribute to James Bond right now. Like, is it, it very like the strange. Daniel Craig era is ending, but James Bond is still a franchise that's ongoing. Like, it was strange that they did the 28th anniversary of Pulp Fiction, which is like, okay, at least James Bond, it was like the 60th. But the 28th anniversary? What? Yeah. And then they had like the Godfather 2, which was like, okay, I like the Godfather, but also I'm like, why are we doing all these? Well, like, the Godfather did have things... an anniversary this year, right? It was the yeah, 40th? No, it was, yeah. yeah, it was the 40th anniversary. But I was like, why are we like spending so much time talking about movies that didn't come out this year it's like it's like half the ceremony and then right. when it do, when it does come time to to give out awards or something they like breeze by it as quickly as possible and like do everything they can to avoid talking about the actual movies that came out this year right which i mean like how are you how are you promoting filmmaking or the, the film industry or the movies that came out in 2021 if you're you're treating it this way it makes no sense it made no just... sense whatsoever it was a, a truly truly bizarre choices were made i don't understand like it just didn't i mean i don't know it's very clear that they're not actually deeply concerned with like the filmmaking or the films they want audience viewership but i don't even know from that angle what they were doing to get audience viewers like audience viewers to get viewership like up like i don't know what about this was supposed to like make people want to watch like yeah <laughs> i don't know i mean like i i almost understand like the audience awards even though i think they're dumb like at least maybe i almost understand them yes. would have brought in an uh, like outside audience although we'll get to interested. them but they need like a calibration <laughs> technique or something like, yeah yeah <laughs> They they're there's they're like back in the age of like 2008 internet polls where they yes. haven't figured out how not to get them heavily manipulated. Yes. Um but uh like at least that sort of makes sense. I don't understand why like a casual viewer would be like, "Oh, I want to see them talk about movies that came out 50 years ago and have the actors come up on stage for a minute." Like who right. wants to, like I don't want to see that, and I love these movies. So why <laughs> would the casual viewer be interested in this? It makes no right. sense to me. <laughs> but yeah, so that that part, I, I really do feel like a good like they they always waste a lot of time with like skits and stuff like that and like the presentation. But I don't even feel like that was the most egregious stuff this year. Like the all the weird tributes and the audience awards and stuff. Between that and the, the skits and host segments, I feel like a good 60% of the broadcast was stuff not related to giving out awards. Right. <laughs> Which is yes. insane when you think about it, because apparently the runtime is an issue. We right. keep hearing about this, how they have to get the runtime down, and they keep adding all this other weird shit. That's so <laughs> weird. So... <laughs> Rather than spend too much time ourselves talking about all this other nonsense, though, let's talk about the actual awards themselves. Sure. Um, starting with the biggest one of all, Best Picture this year, as predicted, went to Coda. Um, <laughs> We're going top down. This was top down. This was a strange moment too, because like I feel like people in the audience were like just as shocked. 
as we were, even though like we were prepared for this moment. It was like, heavily predicted been... to be the winner, but yeah, I do feel like, I mean, I gotta say, I don't think it's a movie that most of the people I know have seen. I don't, um, <laughs> you know, and like, while I no. think that it's um not uncommon for the best picture winner to be a movie that people I know haven't seen. Usually they've at least heard more about it. This is a movie that's streamed on yeah. Apple TV plus. Nobody has that. Right. <laughs> like it's, um, it is very strange to have a movie that like, it, like it must've shown in some theaters, but really like has not had a, a wide. It had to all. right in order to, Most, um, yeah, to, to, um, they probably, they must've done like the qualifying screenings in New York, but it's like LA, a week. But, it's like, well, I, yeah. I know it, I know it showed up on some screenings here, but I usually discount things that show up in screenings in New York. Um, <laughs> Cause that's, yeah, well, I mean, I mean, of course it qualifies, but I assume that means it didn't get a wide release. Cause I'm, yeah, it's New York. Everything's right? I assume we get everything. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah. Did not, did not screen around here. Did not, as far as I'm aware, screen in most major cities. Um, just like, I mean, I would not have even known that it was on streaming if it hadn't shown up on the Oscars nomination list. And right. I, you know, had Apple TV plus at least for a while last year. Um, this, uh, it, it is, it's also strange. So this is the first movie that, uh, a streaming from a streaming service that is one best picture. It is very strange that now, like if you want to go watch this year's best picture, you have to subscribe to Apple TV plus. Yeah. Like, you can't go see it in a theater. You can't go pick up the DVD. You have to subscribe to the service. Uh, And that like that puts us in a weird place. Like, will there ever be a physical release of this? If like there's some probably because because it won, there probably will be. You would hope so. Um, It would be nice. I'm not aware of if Apple has made any of their other movies available on like, well they don't have a ton copy. of movies so it's yeah, very hard to don't. <laughs> it's also worth noting that, that apple bought this movie for like 20 million dollars from sundance yeah um and it just won best picture which is crazy considering the amount of money that has been poured into all this other stuff and they they beat netflix to be the first service to win best picture you know netflix after netflix is like has, has been doing netflix. this for like 10 years yeah that's well, pretty crazy. Netflix. Mm-mm. Listen, it's like they went all in on Mank. <laughs> just and uh, Roma. And Roma, yeah. Oh man, Roma r- was the one that really felt like yeah a best picture was coming. Yeah, Roma would have been like a that deserved. Um, uh, yeah. Mank was not a best picture. Um. <laughs> Mank wasn't, so. <laughs> but it also felt like the kind of movie that could win Best Picture, like The Artist or something. It's like, all right, it's about movies. Yeah, but I've, I'm starting to give up on deciding what is the kind of movie that can win Best Picture. I gotta say, because we just watched a Disney Channel original movie win Best Picture. So, <laughs> like, I don't really That's know. Um, I don't know that I know what is, is Best Picture material anymore. Um, Coda is a very yeah. strange best picture. It is. And it's not the worst. I mean, I, I do. No, it's not crash. Think, or yeah, how green is actively... my Valley. Um, how green is my Valley high <laughs> rise up. Um, 
<laughs> like <laughs> wow wow uh, going way back um um but like, <laughs> i just yeah i i mean uh, there's certainly been worse best picture winners it's just a strange choice i mean i it's guess like a, in a way it's, like it's fun. nice it's, it's something something fun and uplifting one but at the same time it's like it's you know it just doesn't feel it doesn't even feel close to the best movie that came out this year no um and I mean, it, the, I, the, the award is rarely given to like what I think is like the quote unquote best movie, but is it usually yeah. it usually I can at least see why somebody might think it was the best movie of the year, like, and somebody who like is serious about movies, like, I should add that qualification. Um, this movie, the only people who I can think think it's the best movie of the year is like my mom who doesn't watch movies, like. I mean, come on, I don't need to be mean, but this is not like a superbly crafted film. It's like a, it's like a well-acted film. That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. This decently act good, good, yeah, decently good acting in it. And I do yeah. think that Troy, Troy Kotzer won best supporting actor. He deserved it. I that do, was great. Yeah. I yeah. do think that was, that was well-deserved and like he had a great moment on stage giving his speech, which was funny and emotionally powerful at the same yes. time he did a fun little popeye impression i love that um yeah that like that was great i was fine with that it does feel like weird as best picture but like i don't know i'm not losing any sleep over it it was far from the most egregious thing that happened at this oscars so it was really, yeah i mean obviously it wasn't the most <laughs> first of all obviously it wasn't the most egregious thing that happened at this oscars i mean <laughs> We all know, um, but like <laughs> foreshadowing, foreshadowing. It does just feel like it's like a. It was like a win that was like picked because like people wanted like a feel good movie to win, and like, come on, like, <laughs> it was not the Maybe best picture so. of the year. Um, it just wasn't. Um, but I'm glad the movie exists. I'll say that. Um, so you know, yeah. Um, so moving on to other awards we can basically discuss all of the technical awards at once yeah because they were essentially all won by the same film dune won six awards yes. uh this year all in the technical categories that let me see they won cinematography editing sound um uh score and uh production design and what's the sixth one what am i um, missing find out what did you say already? You said, so it won score, it won production design, it won best sound, it won cinematography, yeah. um, film editing, and visual effects. Visual effects, that's the one. Okay, so pretty much all the technical awards minus makeup and hairstyling and costuming. Yeah. Um, <laughs> wow, uh, that that's a crazy sweep. But the funny thing about it is, because so many of these technical awards were being given the blow-by treatment, it yes. felt like the people from Dune were barely up on stage during the ceremony. Right. <laughs> Despite being, like, by the numbers, the runaway winner. <laughs> yes. Like, six Oscars is a lot. When the the next most that won multiple awards was two. There were yes. only two other movies that won multiple awards, and they both won two. Yes. And then after that, it was all one. Yeah. Uh, crazy. And, again, this feels like a mistake. Like, the Academy kind of shot themselves in the foot on this one. Like Dune was probably the most popular movie that had like the biggest, widest release that was up for all these major awards. 
So if they were looking to spend a little more time on movies that people actually saw, this would have been a good one. (laughs) You would think, right? (laughs) They, uh, they just didn't, they didn't care. They thought people didn't care about this technical stuff. I'm not really sure. I mean, it's hard to to argue with the idea that your average audience cares more about like the acting and the director and the like best picture awards. Like that's obviously true, but I yeah. do think, you know, people also care about the smaller awards in general. Um, at least I don't think they care so little about them that they like, what turned the television off during those. Like, I don't really know what the logic was there. <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. What like do they think that people just like tune in for the last thirty minutes of the broadcast? Or... Right. I don't know. I it 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 seems strange to me. Um, but, but good for Dune. I mean, Dune deserved a lot of the technical awards. I do think Dune was technically very brilliant. Um, yeah, you know, it's so. going to be interesting to see um, going forward like what cuz they're going to be two more dune movies how those are going to fare at the uh academy awards well cuz uh denis villeneuve things... denis villeneuve, villeneuve um yep just said that like four times um <laughs> he is going to he better hope that his next two can be really good cuz then when the third one comes out he'll win best picture and it'll be a retrospective it'll be as a summation of all of them you know yeah it's like that's the, what they uh, love to Lord do of the rings yes. win yeah there yeah it is it they is pretty crazy that. that he wasn't even nominated for best director and yet the movie like won all these other awards that like you know he's not directly in charge of but he oversaw he's in charge of like finding the people to do these things yeah but they couldn't um, nominate him they had to nominate kenneth branagh for belfast so what, you know <laughs> Of course, yes. <laughs> the incredible direction of Belfast. Um, but yeah, so that was strange. Um, what? Who else won? Well, Encanto won Best Animated Kanto, Feature. Best Animated Feature. We all saw that um, coming. Uh, Jane Campion did win Best Director. We should. Jane we Campion, should Best Director. Uh, great win for her, but unfortunately, the only win for Power of the Dog, which yes. is pretty wild considering what they were up for 12 awards. They were up for 12 awards. Uh, yes. <laughs> that, uh, yeah. I mean, director's a big one. Uh, so good for her. But man, it's wild to only win Best Director. I wonder if that's ever happened before. Like, obviously, they didn't win Best Picture, uh, but also, like, none of the other awards. Yeah. Um,. Let's see. Uh, best foreign film went foreign language film went to uh, Drive My Car. Drive My Car. That was a good. pretty yeah. That's a pretty good pick. So um, it's like international feature film. International thing. feature. Fi- there's always there's always a different name for this. Anyway. They change it all the um, fucking time. Um. <laughs> but um, yeah, that that was a good one. It was disappointing not to see Flea win anything. Um, yes, it was. I feel yeah. like that was probably the best shot it had given the heavy competition in both the documentary and animation categories. Although it could have won in documentary, but I feel like it was going to be summer of soul, which it was Um, summer of soul. Glad that they won that very unhappy that their win was overshadowed by the events that took place right before that win. (laughs) 
Yeah, that um, they had very unfortunate timing. Very, very. Most people were probably still looking up on Twitter, like to make sure that they saw what everybody else saw. Um, But yeah, that um, that did happen. Uh, Best original song went to "No Time to Die," another Bond song win, and. I actually, I looked this up. This is crazy. Uh, they've won now the last three best original song that they've been up for. The Bond songs have. Wait, um, um, Spectre won? Oh, because that was Sam. Uh, Sam. Yeah, Sam what? Smith. Um, but yeah, yeah, they won for that. And um, Skyfall won before that. So that was the last three. But what was, what was even more surprising to me is like they've been nominated a bunch of times before in like the seventies and whatever, but had never won. So wait, really? The they never won three. Bond songs. Yeah. never won before now. Yeah, that Whoa. like the last they won the last three, but had never won before the Daniel Craig era. So whoa, they've been really knocking it out of the park recently, huh? Um, yeah. Uh, best short film animated went to the windshield wiper which was uh not not my favorite but one that i thought like uh the academy might go for this and they did so yeah i think that made sense yeah um it was the long goodbye won best live action short which i was like uh i didn't really like that one that much but i'm glad to see riz ahmed win an oscar i I can't be too mad about that um oh screenplay awards were really weird <laughs> so coda won best adapted screenplay look i hated I, look okay <laughs> i hated the screenplay awards i hated them both and i all the screenplay they're awards are always bullshit they're they're always like they're like throwaway awards like they, they're just like hey we like this movie so we want to award it something so we'll just give it a screenplay award and like but sometimes sometimes they're the only way that like a really brilliant movie wins anything like the, that was the only win for black Klansman a few years ago yes uh, agreed, agreed but very often it actually has nothing to do with the screenplay i this is like yeah, a point yeah, of true. like rage for me as somebody who writes things <laughs> i really feel that like there's like this like they don't it's very rarely taking into consideration the actual screenplay coda's screenplay this- <laughs> is among the weakest things about the movie, and that is an objective reality. Like it, the, the yeah, the writing is, is not great. <laughs> no, it's not good writing. It's very, very like cheesy drama writing. Like, I don't understand how anybody could think it was best adapted screenplay. Like, I don't understand the, that. The way I've described it to other people is that if you watch the first five minutes of Coda, you can not only predict how it's going to end, but pretty much all the different dramatic beats that are going to take place along the way. And yeah, yeah it, it's exactly like that. It's very predictable. Uh, like I said, sometimes you like that kind of thing. Sometimes you need a like an easy watch. That's fine. Absolutely. But that doesn't mean give it should win. That yeah. doesn't mean the writing is good, though. The writing right. is very predictable. And also the dialogue is just, like, it's pretty hackneyed, I would say. Yes, um, it is. It's and just, it's not, it's I mean, not great. I haven't seen the original. Sometimes there's an argument to be made for Best Adapted Screenplay to say that, like, as an adaptation, That's like, true. you know, you give it some leeway. I haven't seen the original, but I do think that the end product still needs to be, like, a good screenplay on its own in order to be, like, qualifying for this award. 
Um, yeah. And I got to say, and there's, some of these other screenplays are incredible. Whether or not yeah, they're good drive my car. I can't speak to. Yeah, Drive My Car. It's an Drive My Car, the writing play. is amazing, and it's Love one of the strongest incredible elements Incredible dialogue. The movie. Like, I don't understand. Um, Power, Power of the, of the dog, dog or Lost Daughter yeah. would have also been very good. Uh, yeah. And Dune was fine. You know, I mean, like, for Dune, I don't think I Dune would should have won screenplay, but it, like, was good. The impressive part about screenplay. Dune is adapting the source material, which has been notoriously difficult to put on the screen. Um, right. but I do think you need to do a little more than just that to, to have the best yes. adapted screenplay. Yep. Um, but it still wasn't like, Oh, that was bad. I would, it, of these five, I would say Coda is the worst, Yes, uh, which is wild. Um, so yeah, that's, that's adapted screenplay. Original screenplay is it uh, much was better? won by Bel- <laughs> Yeah. It was won by Belfast written by Kenneth Branagh. Um, I mean, this one I I'm not as mad about, <laughs> but also I was like, huh? <laughs> like when I was, go- was like, it was fine. It was fine. Yeah, that's it. Like when I was going over these nominees, I, I was basically like, oh, and Belfast is also there. Like that was the last one of this category that I would imagine would win. I would have thought uh, worst person in the world and Licorice Pizza were both very strong uh, nominees. Licorice so those pizza, two especially. are like real screenplays with like real like character and life to them. Like those. Well, and like- Licorice Pizza especially felt like exactly that thing that they always do, which is like, oh, this is like the quirky, well-made movie that's not going to win anything else, but we'll give it the screenplay. Win. Worst Person did- is also a quirky, well-made movie. Worst yeah, but that person. one, that one, I would say is like is even more notable just for the writing. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that one yeah, is that- a writing movie. I'm so mad that one obviously deserved best original screenplay out of this batch i gotta i mean i feel very strongly about the screenplay for worst person in the world i really enjoy it so annoying that belfast won (laughs) because judy dinch looked into a camera and quoted yates like okay um okay we get it um like it's like it's whatever i mean (laughs) it again far from the worst thing (laughs) to happen um i just think it's annoying because it's always a screenplay award that gets shafted and i i feel strongly about the writing aspect of I some wish, of these movies like i wish they would really pay more attention i remember one year it, this must have been ages ago because they haven't done anything cool like this in a long time but they like they actually showed like segments of the screenplay like they'd have somebody narrating them while they'd show the uh on-screen action like in voiceover um, for each nominee. And I thought that was really cool. You could actually get to see how like the words on the page translate into film. And like, that's what makes the writing strong. Uh, But then they haven't done anything like that in an age. And um, I, I would say tonight, the use of clips, not tonight, what on Sunday, (laughs) (laughs) the use, yeah, we're recording this right after the ceremony, obviously. Um, the use of clips was a little better than last year, but it was still lacking in a number of the categories. Uh, right. it's just, it's not up to the standard of where it was a few years ago. It does no, it feel like they're just, they're trying to, to cut down on the use of clips because it's, you know, more time that they have, but 
come on, those are the movies that we're all here to talk about. If you want to get people interested in them, show them the clips that are so good. We at least got them for like Best Picture nominees and for like the acting awards. So that was good. Yes. But yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm just so mad about these awards. I'm so mad. These like the two screenplay awards are the most egregious, obviously did not deserve to win those awards. Like Coda, Coda, I'm definitely more mad about the screenplay than about the actual best picture. And that, but it bleeds into how I feel about the best picture win. <laughs> Cause I'm so mad about the <laughs> screenplay. Like, um, like it's just so annoying. That's not its strongest element. And it's very clear that they awarded it. Just because they were like, oh, we liked this movie. So let's, why not? And it's like, that's not how that works. Like, (laughs) it's very strange. Um, Documentary short was Queen of Basketball. Um, Not my favorite of the ones, but it was a good uh, short. I feel like I I learned something new watching that. And it was a, it was a really cool story and it was told well. So it was New York Times first. Perfectly happy with yeah yeah and it was New York Times' first one and they they made Which sure they told to send us through us a all push notification a right push notification to let us know about it <laughs> it's a historic moment as the New York Times wins their first Oscar okay great this is a historic moment for us specifically so you might know about it um. Uh, let's talk about makeup and hairstyling, which was won do, by do, do. Uh, no, no, no no oh not no. makeup sorry not costume. makeup and hairstyling. I'm, I'm leading into it. Makeup and hairstyling was won by the eyes of Tammy Faye. Yes. As we talked about. Yes. Let's go, Tammy. Batshit bat insane makeup in it. But uh, like, it's also good. I get like, yeah. I mean, like they're, they're uh, portraying these larger than life characters. They made so Jessica Chastain and Andrew Garfield look not hot. That is good makeup. That is true. Yeah. <laughs> The comparison of seeing like Andrew Garfield sitting in the audience for the Oscars and then like his on-screen appearance <laughs> is so hilarious. I also I really love that during the uh, the montage um, of the the nominees for best makeup, they multiple times show Jared Leto <laughs> in the <laughs> in the House of Gucci in his crazy makeup. It's me, Paolo. <laughs> How could you? Uh, and then, yes, uh, best costuming went to Cruella Deville. <laughs> so, yeah, not undeserved, but we do now have Academy Award winner Cruella Deville. Um, so, that's where we're at. The Academy Award winning film, Cruella. <laughs> it's in good company with uh, Suicide Squad. Oh, I forgot that that... Wait, what did that win? <laughs> was that best visual effects? Did that really happen? Oh, maybe... That... Wait, was that best makeup? That's so upsetting to think about. I need to confirm it. Um... Yeah, that was makeup and hairstyling. <laughs> So those are those are often categories you can get a surprise winner in there. Um, even like even among the technical awards, that one especially has some weird wins. Um, That's true. It does. It definitely does. Good. Good for them. Um, let's get into the acting awards because I think that's what all we have left now. Um, Ariana Debose did win 
for best woo, supporting woo, actress. Woo. Very happy about that. She gave a great speech. Yeah, she, she gave an incredible speech. Unfortunately, the only win for West Side Story. Um, yeah, I was pulling it was, for again, it for best picture, but a big letdown after it was nominated for best picture and so many other technical awards. Didn't win any of them. Uh, what that's a shame. Deserved. I really and I really do hope that people go see West Side Story. Um, because I mean, like people complain about some of these movies being boring or whatever, inaccessible, but come on, it's West Side Story. This one, yeah. anyone can enjoy. It's a fun, that is musical. a very accessible film, very, accessible. very well executed. And I mean, I, I think that most people could get behind that. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, best supporting actor we already co- covered, uh, Troy Kotzer. Um, deserved best, great. Great. Best leading actress was uh, Jessica Chastain for The Eyes of Tammy Faye, uh, which made yes. that the other film besides Coda and Dune that won multiple awards. Um, I can't believe Jessica The Eyes Chastain. of Tammy Faye has won more awards than The Power of the Dog. <laughs> Who saw that coming? I mean, really? That's wild. That's like an upsetting reality that we live in just gotta yeah. say yeah i mean she was good uh it i don't she was this is not, i'm not saying she didn't deserve this award this. yeah yeah and, and jessica chastain is a great actress so she yes. she deserves an oscar um this was a tough category as the bet the leading acting awards often are um but yeah jessica came in as the favorite and won and uh best leading actor went to will smith which um, let's that's, that's we'll, we'll gloss over that. <laughs> we'll gloss over that for now. We'll get back to it. Um, just put a yeah, pin in that. Um, but uh, let's talk about some more just weird, uncomfortable things that happened during this broadcast before we get to the big, weird, uncomfortable thing. Um, yes, let's. Starting with the in memoriam. Oh um, my god. <laughs> This was although part of what bad. was so uncomfortable about the in memoriam was what it followed. I gotta say, it did follow <laughs> the, the most incident. uncomfortable moment. <laughs> it it was very strange, especially to be basking in the like d- the shock and the discomfort of that moment, and then to see them like bringing up the names of the people who died this year, and then there's like a bunch of people dancing in front of the screen and like. <laughs> they're playing upbeat music and i'm like what is going on right now it was Um, so strange yeah they were literally they were playing the most somber event they were playing spirit in the sky (laughs) what the fuck spirit in the sky is not like a it's not like a song that you play to like remember somebody who's passed like it's an upbeat, happy, dancey song. Like, what? What are you doing? Like, it's like, that's what I play, like, getting ready on a Saturday morning making scrambled eggs and bacon. Like, what? Yeah. What? <laughs> I did like that they had, like, the actors come out for some of the um, some of the more prominent people who passed away. and like Including Jamie Lee Curtis briefly. holding a dog. Can yeah, we, the we... Jamie Lee Curtis moment was very strange. I don't know why she had a dog. Um, the dog did not look happy to be there. 
<laughs> and Spirit of the Sky was playing, and Betty White was yeah. on the screen behind her. And then people like, danced around in the background. I was like, literally, what is going on right now? Like, I seriously, like, this whole Oscars really felt like a fever dream. It did. Yeah. Um, between, like, you know, the big incident and this shit and Coda winning and just like all the little weird things that happened throughout. What about, um, <sighs> what about leaving out Bob Saget? Can we talk about that? Can we talk about Bob Saget? Yeah, that's strange. I mean, I guess he's not most known for his film work, but he has been in films and they've totally like they regularly included... include, yeah, people who are not yeah. necessarily known for film. Like, right. You know, yeah, they include like musical artists and stuff like yeah. that or people who've appeared in a film in like or two. A movie. They have a yeah, bigger yeah. career outside of that. Comedians, yeah. especially. I mean, comedians are right in there with the acting actors in terms of relevance to the industry. Right. Very strange. Um, also very uncomfortable moment when Helena Hutchins was included in this, uh, the cinematographer who was killed on the set of that Alec Baldwin movie um, without any, like, I feel like that was a good moment for like a, a bigger discussion about like on set safety or something. Uh, but they just like, glossed right by that <laughs> uh very uncomfortable especially yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah yes because it had just happened after there was clearly no onset safety protocol <laughs> right for the oscars themselves um yeah that was that was very uncomfortable the whole in memoriam section just felt weird i mean it felt weirdly upbeat i just didn't know what was going on and, you know, I don't know. I just can't get over the image of Jamie Lee Curtis with a dog and Betty White smiling behind her. Like, I just don't see why the in memoriam is something that you have to, like, punch up or anything. It's like nobody expects the in memoriam to be exciting. Nobody's like, oh, great, another boring in memoriam. Like, right. if, you're, if you don't like watching the people's names flash on the screen, like, just go to the bathroom while that's on or something. It's like, it's just like two minutes spend to honor people who died that year especially right now when like some of these people probably died of covid right um like they should get a little bit of respect right um it's very weird to be like we can't even like be somber for a minute and give respect to these people we gotta like try to (laughs) make everything like an upbeat cheer moment I hate that it was an upbeat cheer moment. It's so upsetting. <laughs> um, Speaking of the cheer moments, let's get into ah! the two the two audience awards for tonight, um, which uh, were just uh, like, I mean, the, we knew this was going to be silly going in, so this wasn't a surprise. It was just, it was kind of funny still the way it all played out. Um so uh, we we were both pulling from Malignant, of course. Uh, it didn't win anything. It's too bad. But, you know, it would have been awesome to, to see them have to play a clip from Malignant <laughs> during yeah. the ceremony. Uh, it didn't. But a bunch of other weird things won. I thought it was strange, like, had the first. So for the Audience Choice Award, um, it was like, there. wait, am I thinking about the chair? Anyway, anyway the Audience Choice Award was won by Army of the Dead, (laughs) 
which is like so right there like going into like okay like there's some manipulation going on here like i'm sure a lot of people like that movie but there's no way that was the most popular movie this year (laughs) but that movie was directed by Zack snyder (laughs) so we're starting to get a bit of a vibe for how this this whole thing is gonna go yeah like all right so clearly like we knew this going in that like they, they were giving feedback on the on the polls and it was very clear that it was getting uh dominated by like people like big online fan bases going in and like voting again and again and again because like yeah. this unknown movie that johnny depp was in this year was in the top three uh, like, minamata <laughs> i clearly minamata. yeah all the johnny depp stands were like voting him up uh, but then like yeah so the snyder crew took this one yes and um so that was funny enough and then we get to the cheer moment one which is even sillier than the audience award uh yes, and that was. one that one like everyone's expecting oh it's gonna be like it's gonna be from spider-man you know like the, the, this this whole thing was basically invented to give marvel an award and to like to shut up all the people who are like oh we should give spider-man best picture but then it didn't even win these silly things (laughs) the the best cheer moment went to the flash enters the time force or whatever the speed force the speed force Um, the speed force the speed force (laughs) from the justice league (laughs) movie From Zack Snyder's Justice League. Yeah, specifically um, specifically from the Snyder cut. Well, it didn't happen in the regular cut. Um, uh, look, <laughs> it's so stupid. And you know what? This, oh, this will war. Okay, so the idea of a, a fan favorite poll for just like the best movie of the last year by a poll is like totally, it's stupid, but like I get it. Like I get why they did it. The best cheer moment, I would almost also get it. If it had stuck to movies that were released in 2021, why yeah, the fuck they, was Neo dodging bullets in the Matrix the fifth choice here? Like they why also had Dream Girls. I am in there. telling you, I'm not going from Dream Girls <laughs> in here. Why was Avengers Assemble in here? Like those movies are not from 2021. I don't understand what the parameters of this award were. Could you just pick any moment from any movie? ever like could i have said my best like fucking fan cheer moment was when the fucking monkey touches the obelisk and beats the other monkeys with the bones in 2001 a space odyssey like my my favorite (laughs) cheer moment was uh was frankly my dear i don't give a damn from gone with the wind (laughs) everybody stood up and said hell yeah (laughs) my my cheer moment was when fucking Strom gets put it gets his gets like closed in by the walls at the end of Saw Five or whatever. <laughs> um, my favorite cheer um, moment is my- when George Clooney pulls out the Batman credit card in Batman <laughs> and Robin. Never leave the cave without it. <laughs> you two aren't going to start fighting over a little old me, are you? Uh, <laughs> oh my god (laughs) like like, what the fuck were the like the limits and rules of this award i don't understand how it can can it just be like any fucking moment in the world obviously the best cheer moment is luke i am your father like what the fuck are we doing like yeah that's true (laughs) that was Uh, or 
<laughs> or when um or when the uh they when Darth Darth Vader gets thrown or Darth Vader throws the Emperor down uh down yes! the energy shaft. Or whatever. Actually, the best cheer moment was somehow Palpatine has returned. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Um, or like Aragorn saying for Frodo, for Frodo, <laughs> for Frodo. Um, um, my favorite cheer uh, moment was from uh, the arrival of a train at La Ciotat from eighteen ninety five. You know when the train comes in <laughs> and everybody leaps out of the way. <laughs> My favorite cheer moment. <laughs> I can't say it without laughing. My favorite cheer moment is when they pull the reveal of dead silence and the clam chowder is going down the <laughs> Oh god. It's like, yes! <laughs> Fuck yeah! <laughs> oh god. Um, like, it's just so fucked up. Like we need to de- we need to develop like a massive multi million followers just so next year when they do a fan cheer moment we can play the most off the wall fucking moment <laughs> and like gather a, a like a movement to vote it in. Um, so like because- uh, my this is my favorite moment is the uh, the flaying scene from Martyrs. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine? They would be like, <laughs> they have to show it now. They have they they signed up for this. <laughs> My favorite cheer moment is actually from a Serbian film. Take your oh, God. <laughs> oh, uh, there's a number of moments in there I can think of. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, basically it was an absurd award. It was won in an absurd way. It, it, it played out pretty much how we expected, but it was still, it was funny. Um, I don't know that it did play out as I, as it, as we expected. I don't think we expected the, the Snyder heads to be like, <laughs> Uh, quite as um as forceful as they were i can't believe they won both of them i can't believe that i don't even understand why they won with army of the dead why didn't Zack snyder cut win this award was it not eligible i don't Um, don't know um, maybe yeah maybe it wasn't eligible or maybe it totally should have been there was enough new things about that movie that it was a totally different movie like i don't I don't know how anybody can pretend it was the same movie as the original Justice League, but like, I sat was through those four hours. Was it released in twenty twenty one or twenty twenty? It says twenty twenty one. Okay, I'm looking at so, it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. That I know I watched it during COVID. That's what I know. And it was a summer, and it was not the first summer. Okay, so it was last summer. Yeah, so that yeah. I don't know. That's strange. It, it it would almost make more sense if both of them were the Justice League. Yeah, Snyder cut. That I would totally uh, actually get. Like that would be like okay, whatever. Like, it's but stupid, we knew but that this it. was going to get dominated by some fan base. We yeah. just didn't know which one. And it is funny that it's the Snyder one. It, it's also funny that now the uh, the Snyder stands on Twitter are claiming that this means that that the movie won an Oscar, <laughs> even though it's not actually an Oscar. It's just a, an audience award. Um, <laughs> But IMDb apparently does not make the distinction. So currently, if you look at uh, Army of the Dead and uh, Snyder Cut on IMDb, it will say that they won Oscars. 
Like, who gets the statue for the Flash enters the Speed Force? That's what I want to know. <laughs> the, the Speed Force gets it. Does Ezra Miller get the Speed Force? <laughs> well, Ezra, Ezra Miller gets locked up. I was going to say, does Ezra Miller get it? Or, or are they too busy being locked up, like, for fighting people in a bar yeah. somewhere? I can't remember what was going on. I just read the headline that they'd gotten in trouble again. And I was like, Apparently, why does Ezra Miller they, keep fighting people at bars? They were bad at somebody doing karaoke at a bar. Yes, that's uh, what I read. They were doing karaoke. I can't remember what song. I remember that it, the article mentioned what song it was too. I think um, <laughs> that but, always makes it funnier. Yeah, um, maybe it was thought- justified. I will say, maybe Ezra Miller was justified <laughs> in going after somebody. Sometimes people pick the wrong karaoke song. That's I will, true, and I then one hundred percent, and then you that. you just you you have and then to sometimes do it. you're the Flash, and you've got to enter the Speed Force. <laughs> I'm about to enter the Speed Force. <laughs> Do you think they said that before they laid the SmackDown? <laughs> Definitely. Um, um, I also, I just thought it was funny that like the moments were all titled and that one was just the flash enters the speed force. <laughs> so, like, what does that mean? Um, it, like if Avengers assemble makes sense. Three Spider-Man <laughs> makes sense. The okay, flash enters the team speed up force. is also a pretty funny, um, pretty funny title that's a that's a funny title yes three okay, spider-man yes. team up that's that's funny the flash enters a speed force also doesn't make doesn't really mean anything but the three spider-man team up that's hilarious <laughs> um uh, and also like yeah. nobody saw the flash entering the speed force except for the snyder head sorry ezra miller nobody watched that part that's um, true but like and like maybe so yes there's a big fan base a lot of people watch this, but yeah, like, I gotta is say, is it really yeah. a big cheer moment? Like, did people stand up in their living rooms and cheer for this? Like, at least for Spider Man, like the three Spider Man team up, you've seen the videos from the theaters. Like, people were screaming and yelling, and like, I was just, I was glad I wasn't there for this. But for some people, this is how they want to spend their time at the movies. That's fine. But if you're gonna make it about a cheer moment, it should be a movie that came out in theaters. That people were actually cheering for. You, uh, you're not wrong. Um, <laughs> why, wait, why are the rules different? Why was Zack Snyder's Justice League allowed when it wasn't released in theaters? Um, uh, th- well, you know what? The rules were different for this because the year didn't even matter in this war. Yeah. So the cheer moment was know. just like anything goes. The cheer moment was a fucking free for all. It was a hands off <laughs> laissez faire. I don't know what the fuck the rules were. Um, <laughs> the cheer moment was what we, what we saw if, um, if movies from other years could come back and win Oscars. <laughs> I do. Hope, a- I do hope that they send a statue to Ezra Miller in jail. I hope that Ezra Miller is like sitting there in jail and they get this award and they just get to like sit there and hold it in their like prison cell for beating somebody up over a karaoke song. Because this is not Ezra Miller's first time getting into a bar fight. So, you know, they're like in like serious trouble at this point. Like they're yeah. actually going to have to spend jail time. It's not um, great. It's I don't know why great. Ezra Miller keeps getting into bar fights. The, who is Ezra Miller's, who is their DD? Ezra Miller needs some help. You know what Ezra Miller needs to get out of the Dumbledore franchise? That's what Ezra oh, Miller needs. That's, that's everybody it. needs to exit that post haste. Well, I think uh, that that might calm some of their anger. I would be angry if I were locked in on that franchise too. Yeah. 
Um, so speaking of angry <laughs> and speaking of assault, oh, we got to okay. get into to the big moment of the night. It's the one that everyone's been talking about. Uh, Break we'll s- <laughs> so you know, Chris Rock is just doing doing the normal presenter thing of like lightly ribbing some of the uh, audience members and the celebrities, and <laughs> he makes that that GI Jane joke about uh, Jada Pinkett Smith. Will Smith just walks onto the stage and slaps him full force yeah (laughs) and just at the time this was like i i did like i completely lost my mind i i did not know (laughs) what i was seeing when this happened i was just like literally what just happened yeah uh and like like the cameras were kind of confused as they were catching it like you couldn't see right away that will smith was walking on but you could see chris rock reacting to it and they cut to the wider shot will smith walking on the stage i'm like this is weird like is this a bit that they planned and then like i was i was there like thinking that this was all stage up into the point they cut the audio they're like oh no this is this is not this is not supposed to happen yeah and then you're just getting like, so like the, the audio's cut out and then like the video keeps stuttering around and you're just seeing like Will Smith yelling something in the audience mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, mm-hmm. and then just, and Chris Rock just goes right back into talking about documentary features. <laughs> <laughs> and I really wish like, so the clips are going around of this. I really wish that they, they lasted a little longer because my favorite part of the whole thing was how he segues back into the documentary features, which sounds to me kind of like how we try to segue between things on this podcast. Yeah. He was like, Oh yeah. So uh, documentaries. Yeah. The, the, the features of documentaries here <laughs> we're, we're talking about, we're giving an award for the documentaries. <laughs> and <laughs> I, I thought like, I thought he handled it quite well, honestly, but it was just, it was yeah. funny in that moment. Like how he was, you could see him just being like, all right, we're, we're trying, we're still presenting these awards, I guess. Yes. Uh, I think, you know, okay. So <sighs> Chris Rock handled the aftermath of what happened very, very well. He made a very shitty joke. So he, you know, it is what it is. But then he handled the unnecessary assault way, way better than I would have. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, good for him. He uh, he looked a little shocked, but, you know, who wouldn't be? You just got, yeah. smacked, by Will, got smacked by Will Smith on stage. But it was funny to me that he just, he mostly just, like, laughed it off. He seemed more surprised than anything else. He was just like, oh, wow. <laughs> wait, wait, when you wait when you watch like the real clip, and I can't remember who it was on like the broadcast that we watched because we're in the U.S. Um, with like the the full clip with full audio, when he's like, "It was a fucking GI Jane joke." <laughs> <laughs> it's like yeah. the funniest thing. Um, like, okay, I don't think that was the part that he was mad. Right, at, it's like okay. that doesn't make it better, but it was just like, like well, the yeah. way he said it. Like it's so funny. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, somebody wants to say something. What? I just, I wanted to add on the topic of, you know, I don't believe that it was any kind of a setup. Um, and I was reading an article about, you know, um, 
Will Smith's statements since the incident, Jada Pinkett Smith's statements since the incident. Chris Rock has not commented on it. <laughs> However, his uh, stand-up comedy tour sales in the past day have been more than they have been since uh, they the tickets were released. <laughs> I think they went up by something like 88% or oh, yeah. something oh, like everybody, that. Everybody wants to see him now because everybody knows like he's going to say everybody something. Everybody was like, oh, yeah. He's yeah, going to make yeah, jokes right? about and that. I mean, like, you know, he doesn't he's not in a ton of things now. Like he's a little bit older. I don't think of him as much as I did back when, you know, like everybody hates Christmas on or something. But uh, I just, you know, I don't think it was a setup, but I thought that that was, you know, made it, made it worth it maybe. Cause you know, he's an enormous meme now, Uh, but I think maybe it's, it's worth it. What is, uh, as, as the, uh, the podcast resident legal advisor, what is your, what is your legal take on this? Well, this, I'm not. I'm not. I'm, I'm not saying any of this as a lawyer. Oh, okay. uh, I'm saying this. As a, <laughs> That's exactly what a lawyer would say. A friend. Uh, I mean, he. What? There. There have been law law school meme jokes where it's it uh the the it's a screenshot of Will Smith before his hand connects with a you know subtext saying assault and then with the hand connecting and then the subtext and battery so assault is the before and the battery is after but no it's 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 i mean it's a crime like yeah Yeah. i think it's funny this is also like the like the textbook example of the highest standard of proof you can have that a crime occurred Yes. And that it took place on an internationally televised on live audience TV. on live TV yeah. in front of a full theater of thousands of people. Yes. Well, I, I heard an interesting, con- I think it was NPR who said, you know, something that's very, very true, which is that if literally any other person other than Will Smith had done this, they would have been escorted out. But the Academy at that point knew that he was going to win Best Actor. (laughs) And everybody just like sat on their hands and were like, what do we do? I don't know. And so they just let him stay in the front row. I think, you know, with all of that in mind, I think that, you know, Jessica Chastain should have gotten to slap somebody too. Well, I think Questlove should get to because <laughs> yes. I, I didn't even remember that he won Dr. Yeah. Mary after yeah. that. Questlove should totally get NPR was like, we feel bad for Questlove. And I was like, Questlove won something? Like, <laughs> Questlove spoke? I don't remember. Uh, we were all a yeah, little distracted. It was, it, it was it definitely cast a shadow over the, uh, you know, in memoriam and yep. Questlove. And I mean, everything. Mm. It was the only thing I could think about. Yeah. Anyway, uh, thanks for thanks for having me. As a, thanks thank for your input. For guest starring again. Yes, forced. <laughs> we appreciate guest. it. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, um, that was like, and obviously that basically became the only thing that anybody wanted to talk about <laughs> after that. But what was craziest about it, and like comparing this to the the most recent other crazy thing that happened in the Oscars, which was them getting the best picture wrong. 
like that happened at the end of the ceremony and it was like wild when it happened, but then like they gave a speech and it was over and everybody talked about it the next day and they're like, haha, that's why what was crazy about this is that it took place like smack dab in the middle of the ceremony. <laughs> so then we just had to sit through the whole rest of it being like, what the hell just happened? And are they going to like come arrest Will Smith or ask him to leave? And then after like realizing that that wasn't happen, being like, Oh my God, what happens if slash when, because he's the favorite Will Smith wins best actor. Yep. <laughs> and it turns out we got to find out. <laughs> yes. It was a deeply, un- it was a deeply uncomfortable viewing experience for many, many minutes there. Um, I gotta say they should have just asked him to leave. Like, <laughs> that probably would have been the smart thing to do. Cause now, and... now they're stuck in this situation where they're like, they've opened an inquiry into what happened. And I'm like, what the fuck is there to inquire about? <laughs> we Chris Rock made it. a shitty joke. He probably shouldn't have made Will Smith got on stage and reacted in the dumbest way he could have reacted. Like, like there's no, there's nothing to inquire about. Like two people made dumb choices. Like, like we know what occurred. Like, and I don't really know what we need to inquire about. And I don't know what. Like, are you gonna like what? Like, have a contingency plan in case this happens in the future? I gotta say, the plan <laughs> seemed pretty obvious. Have them leave the premises. I feel like, like now they should. They're, now they're gonna have to have it. Cause like what I heard was that. Like they were they were talking about doing something about it, but like they didn't have time to get together like a plan about what to do. Um, I can't believe there needs to be conversation. <laughs> like he got on stage and hit somebody, just escort them off the premises. I'm not saying it needs to be anything more than that. Like, like no police involvement, nothing like that. Yeah. Like, like and like you don't need to then when it gets to his award say, Oh, he's not eligible. Like he still won his award. Like yeah, just be like, he can't be here to he accept, be here to his accept Oscar because you know, <laughs> for obvious reasons, like, you know, like that would have been the solution. And then you wouldn't be in the situation now where it's like, we have to like say that we're looking into it and then also say what we found when we looked into it, because you're not going to find anything. Like but it was, it was very strange that after all that, he got to give a pretty self-serving speech. A speech in which he talked <laughs> about like that. being the protector of his family, which was like <laughs> deeply weird. Where he deeply led weird. off, he led off with like Richard Williams protected his family. I'm like, oh god! And he got a standing ovation at the yes. end of the thing. I'm like, okay, like under <clears throat> any other circumstances, of course you get a standing ovation for winning best actor but come on like right. what the how are you gonna give a standing ovation to somebody who just slapped somebody on stage uh, i mean like i want to like and that and that could have all been avoided if they just asked him to leave they like yes. we, we could have avoided that ugly image of like all of hollywood standing up and saying that this was okay right i also like want to be like perfectly crystal clear like will smith slapped him it wasn't anything more than that. It wasn't like, like the end of the world. Like, yeah, we don't have know. to go crazy about it. like Judd Apatow was out there talking about how he could have died. It's like, okay, okay like Judd let's... Apatow, that was insane. That was an insane. <laughs> let's keep thing. things in perspective. Like, people are like, was... what if it had been Betty White? Well, it wasn't fucking Betty White. <laughs> it wasn't... Like, it wasn't 
Will Smith slapped Chris Rock. That is what happened. Like it, it, it was, was Chris ba- Rock. That in itself was bad. We don't have to pretend that it was worse than the, that. I mean, we don't have to involve the police. The context we just have that to it was acknowledge that Rock, it was bad. The context that it was Chris Rock matters. Like it, like you don't need to like say like what if it had been somebody else because it wasn't, and it probably wouldn't have happened if it had been somebody else. Like, like it's like this whole thing, and like also like it was just a smack, and it was like it was bad, but it wasn't like he didn't get up there and beat him down. Like, like, you know, it's like, but it's like, it's bad, but like, we also need to acknowledge that it's like not the end of the world. And Will Smith is like, I don't know, like we should have just asked him to leave and that should be the end of it. And now there are like articles, like, are they going to take his award away? I don't know that they need to do that or should even consider doing that. That's ridiculous. That doesn't make sense. Because if we took, if we took awards away from people who have done bad things, then like we'd have to take away like Roman Polanski's awards and stuff like that. Like, no, the, the Academy Awards are for doing something in film and you don't have to be a good person to win them. Right. And you don't have to, you don't give them up when you do something bad. Right. But, but it, what, just for the sake of the ceremony, it is really, really strange that he got to stick around and then give that speech. Yes. Yes. It is worth also making an aside that Chris Rock's joke really was shitty because Jada Pinkett Smith does have alopecia. This is a thing she's talked about. It is a thing she is obviously sensitive about. It was a shitty joke. Yeah. So like on some level, Will Smith's action was like, there's like an understanding of like what he was thinking in that moment. That doesn't make it okay. Yeah. A shitty joke is a shitty joke. And we saw plenty of them. Yes. On the Oscars this year I'm and every other Jesse year. I'm saying Jesse Clemens didn't punch Amy Schumer for her <laughs> shitty jokes about Kirsten. Oh, Williams. can we talk about how ridiculous that whole thing yeah. is? Because so there, there was that you know like dumb little skit where Amy Schumer pretended that she thought that Kirsten Dunst was a seat filler and like told her to get up so she could sit there and sit next to Jesse Plemons. And like people online are losing their minds over this. Yeah. They were like, how dare you insult Kirsten Dunst and blah, blah, blah. And like, they, they were in on it the whole time. Like this was a staged bit. They do this stuff every year. They like make fun of the celebrities and like do little dumb things like this. And like, yeah, it was not, it was, not a great joke. It was about in line with what you expect to see on the Oscars. It was yeah. just like, okay, that was dumb, whatever. But people are losing their minds over this. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> like, we really have just completely lost the plot here. You can't even make, like, a stupid Oscars joke with pe- without people just going crazy about it now. No, people, people don't. They can't take it well. That was ridiculous. People really did act like... They thought Amy Schumer was was serious, like they didn't know who Kirsten Dunst was. <laughs> like, uh, what? Yeah, Amy Schumer knows who she knows who Kirsten Dunst is. Like, it's not. What are you talking about? <laughs> All these jokes and bits are like rehearsed ahead of time. There's I, I wouldn't be surprised if like that Chris Rock joke had already been told ahead of time. Like that one might have been off the cuff, but that whole thing with Amy Schumer was definitely planned. <laughs> yeah, well, I think I think that the Chris Rock one I read was actually not scripted. Um, okay. Yeah. Um, um. But yeah, the the Amy Schumer one obviously was, and you can tell because Amy Schumer isn't a particularly good actress, so you could you could <laughs> see that she was acting like, um, yeah. So, 
I don't know. That was that was silly. People did get very, people just get. Listen, Twitter has made people too cocky. They get up in arms about everything. Um, Absolutely, not everything is everybody, worth getting up in arms about. Everybody just has to be mad about something, and if they don't have something, they'll find something. I saw a tweet today that was somebody mad about. They were like, "Man, I hate those texts that are like." I hate people who say, text me when you get home. Like, what are, what, what are you going to do about it? You're just going to sit here, and if you I don't text you, you're not going to do anything. It's like, why are you mad about this? What are we talking about? So people, like, like want to know uh, if you're safe or, like, <laughs> you're making home okay? Is that like, bad now? I was like, why are we – and it was a verified account. I just want to be clear. This was a oh, blue check God. Twitter account. Oh, um, I was like, why are we moment. mad about this? Like, what what is there to be upset about? If, like – I'm sorry that you don't do anything if your friends don't text you and they get home after you've told them to text you. If I tell my friend to text me when they get home and they don't text me, I do. I get upset. I might call them. Like, anyway, um, yeah. <laughs> like, I'm just saying people will get mad about anything right now. So, like, yeah, like, and there's plenty to be mad about from this Oscar ceremony that we don't have to make things up. You don't be, you don't need to be mad about fake Amy Schumer jokes about Kirsten Dunst. Like, you just don't need to. Like, I yeah. know that I was sort of mad in the moment, but I didn't tweet about it. That's the key <laughs> thing, is that I don't I do not do that shit. I don't get on Twitter and tweet about stupid things. So I thought Amy Schumer was surprisingly good. Uh, and I, I, in general, liked all the presenters. It can usually be kind of, uh, and the hosts, um, which she was one of, um, can usually be kind of a hit or miss thing as to whether the hosts are going to be good or not. I thought they were fine this year, you know, like not amazing, not uh, not terrible. But my favorite part from Amy Schumer was she came she came out like a little bit after the whole Will Smith incident and was like, oh, I was changing backstage. Did I miss anything? <laughs> the whole vibe in here seems different. <laughs> I was like, oh, great. <laughs> God, imagine being in that room. Um what a nightmare. Um, yes. Well, yeah, I actually I, thought the hosts were fine. I thought, um, you know, we've had worse. We've had better. But it was fine. Yeah. It, it wasn't like there was nothing necessarily bad about it. Yeah. Um, it does hurt somewhat to know that at some point uh, they were planning on getting the cast of Only Murders in the Building to do it. With uh, Steve Martin, Martin Short, and Selena yeah. Gomez, which would have been awesome. Like, that would have been really good. Yes. But, you know, as it was, the hosts we got served the part. They did okay. Um, let's, so, so we don't go out on too negative a note. Is there, is there anything else positive that we can talk about from these Oscars? Anything we really liked? Anything we really liked. <laughs> I'm suffering. No, it'd be hard. I I liked the the Encanto dance number. Wait, which I thought one? that was which pretty one? cool. There were, there were two Encanto numbers. Oh, the we don't talk about Bruno. That was the big one. Interesting. Uh, that was one of the more criticized moments. Wasn't that the one where like there were people like out dancing on the tables in the audience and stuff? 
Yes, I just have read reviews afterwards where people didn't like the Encanto We Don't Talk About Bruno yeah. number. They changed the why. lyrics. They didn't sing the original We Don't Talk About Bruno lyrics. Well, yeah, but they, they were doing like a remix and they were, you know, and that's silly. It was changing it for a live performance, uh, but it was a live performance. I don't like, I, I don't, it was fine. I don't, I'm just saying that people didn't like it. Uh, okay. Yeah. I mean, I guess I understand that, but like, I mean, the performance itself was good. It was they good. Had, it was I good. loved all the dancing. It was very colorful and exciting. It was, it felt I like the generally sort of thing liked they the used to do with the Oscars. I liked Beyonce doing the tennis ball performance. Yeah, that was cool. Everything I liked that was they tennis like, ball green. I like that they filmed that in Compton and that they had like all those really elaborate costumes and instruments and stuff. Yes. That yes. was that felt like very curated, very Beyonce. Um, that was pretty cool. Um I liked uh, you know, those were the main things I liked. Um is there, I don't think there's I mean you know, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the rest it was it was a we've talked about just about everything um i like timothee chalamet timothee timothy chalamet His shirt wearing an open shirt blazer blazer that was also like a crop top in the back like his lower back was showing um <laughs> I liked that. I like showing a I lot like of Kirsten skin Stewart wearing shorts. Sorry to people who didn't <laughs> like the shorts. I liked the shorts. Um, so, you know, I liked those things. Those were cool. Those were cool things. Yeah, we had an interesting mix of uh, good outfits and bad outfits as usual. There's always a lot at the Oscars, you know. People, <laughs> people want to make a splash. Um, mm-hmm. I like Jada Pinkett Smith's dress a lot. I thought that was yeah. really pretty. It was it was interesting. It was yeah. unfortunately overshadowed by Yeah, there were there were a lot, lot of other, other things stuff. involved in her. But um but I really liked her dress. It was it was very big. It was it was really cool. Yeah. Um Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's hard to come up with things. I, I like that, you know, they this wasn't last year's Oscars where there were so few people and and they were in that weird like, room in that like weird space. Yeah, it wasn't even in this, the normal. You know, this felt more like the real Oscars. Everybody was there. Yes. Um, you know, but <laughs> well, felt like a felt like a return to form after after a couple of really weird years. Like this was kind of like a well, big like, like we're back moment. The movies are back. This was an interesting way to return to form. Um, I do think that they, that they should have had Nicole Kidman uh, reference her um, somehow heartbreak feels good in a place like this. They moment. 100% as soon as the slap happened, they should have had Will Smith or uh, wow. They should have had Nicole Kidman come on stage and just recite it line for line. <laughs> like just get everyone back into the spirit of the know. moment. Just um, like, okay. Come on, it's all together. <laughs> That's what would have calmed me down if I had been there. Um, it's like a mantra. It centers you. It is. Somehow, heartbreak feels good in a place like this. Um, yeah. I mean, I can think of one thing that we both enjoyed from the ceremony. <laughs> And that's a certain performance of a certain original song. <laughs> well, yeah, let's talk about it because uh, because I guess we're closing out here. But um, so 
we we've gone over the the best original songs before and how for once this year we only had one song that was a closing credit song which is usually the the lowest tier of the oscar original song because you know you don't have to incorporate it into the movie or anything um and, and this year the song was uh somehow you do uh by reba mcintyre from uh from the the movie uh four good days which yes. was not nominated for anything else and should not have been nominated for anything else that movie was not very good no um but uh the song at the time when i heard it because i had to watch this movie for the for the oscars challenge um it it just kind of glossed over me i was just like oh i'm glad that movie's over and now I'm hearing the song that's nominated. Yeah. Uh, but for some reason, for both of us, in yes. fact, seeing this song performed live at the Oscars has unlocked something in us. <laughs> uh, that that little that little piece of our brains that gets obsessed with Oscars, well, with any film original song. We really have a thing <laughs> for original songs. We really like original songs written for movies. This is There's like just a, something about them. There's something, a, some weird energy that they bring. That yes. like they they wrote a song for this movie, yeah. and like tried to encapsulate this whole two hour movie in like a yeah. three minute song. There is something and they, so funny about it. There is something <laughs> they, so funny. They always end up being really over the top somehow. But yeah, but seeing Reba perform this live. Like I've been obsessed with this song since yes. I've listened to it a number of times. <laughs> so many times. I'm sure I'll listen to it way more. I'm really hoping that I don't end up rewatching the movie because that it's not I feel worth like it. A, this is not, is not a fun movie it. to rewatch. We it's sometimes fixate on songs that have good movies to rewatch. This is not one of them. This is. It's a sad. Yeah. It's a sad movie. I don't think this is going to be Blumhouse Fantasy Island. No, but oh my um, god. Featuring the song by Jason Lee. Um, <laughs> uh, is that his name? Jason Jer- Lee? Jared Lee. Jared, Jared Lee. Lee. Um, um, don't wish your life away. Don't wish your life but, away. But yeah, this, but the song is, is definitely up there in terms of our fixation level right now. So, oh my God. It's um, so good. It's, it's like, a good song too. Um, I, I love I when like she comes won, in for the but... last chorus and it's like very big. Mm, so good. You get that. But um, boom. And then. The yeah. new chorus comes in again. Oh yeah, I love how it's literally Miley Cyrus, "The Climb," but sung by an adult. <laughs> love it. I love it. Um. It is that. It basically is that. Um. It it it's like it's a very you know the the themes of this song are very uh, they're broad, very old. Let's say broad. broad. Yeah, it's just like you can do it. <laughs> That's basically the message. <laughs> it is it. literally. It is a. It's a you can do it card. Um. God, I love that they got Reba McIntyre up there to sing it. I love seeing Reba McIntyre on a stage. That's so nice. That's like yeah. that's like comfort food. Um, so yeah, there there was just something about it. Something about it. Somehow something. you do. Somehow you do. Yeah, just know it. So- <laughs> when you when you're at the end of the road, you just don't know where the road's going to. I gotta say that lyric is fucking insane. That lyric is awesome. <laughs> When you think you're at the when end of the you road, think. you just don't know where the road's leading to. What the fuck? Are you supposed to turn around to go the opposite direction? Like, if you're at the end of the road, the road is ended. You know where it's going. Like, I love that lyric yeah, so much. That's insane. 
Do you take like a hard right and hope that there's more road? Like I don't really. So there's more road somewhere. You just don't know where it is. <laughs> it's so funny. So good. What a great. It's such a like I love a good country sappy uplifting ballad you know mm-hmm. sometimes you need that's it, true you know it definitely does hit that sweet spot yeah but yeah. yeah so that was that was one one other bright moment in this broadcast yes. um but yeah we weren't we weren't too pleased with this year's oscars but we were happy to go through the experience we were happy that the oscars are somewhat returning to forum after last year the oscars Uh, are back baby (laughs) you know um the the oscars haven't been great for a while but uh (laughs) there's really there's varying levels of quality here but we're we're gonna keep pushing on we're gonna keep doing it and uh we're just glad to be to be done with oscars movies hopefully gonna be seeing some horror movies soon or some other who knows what we're going to see? Something else. Something new and fresh. I'm so excited to be able to watch whatever I want now. Sorry to the Oscar-nominated movies, but I'm ready for a break. Yeah. I mean, I always enjoy the experience of getting to watch a bunch of movies. I Me too, but it's tough getting fully behind on movies for a month. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah we've, been, <laughs> we've been missing out on some other stuff. Um, but we'll be getting into that next time. Until then... You can find us on all the major platforms. Um, if you like what we're doing, leave us a review on your favorite platform. Uh, and you can also reach out to us, buzzedonmovies at gmail.com and on Twitter at buzzedonmovies. And until and let us know what you thought of the Oscars and if you wish that something else had won, if you really liked when the Flash entered the Speed Force, <laughs> if... If you thought Will Smith should have just kept slapping his way through the whole audience, I don't know. Just tell us tell us your thoughts. And as always, we'll see you at the movies. You know what? We'll see you at the movies. When you think-